Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. At Long John Silver's, feature sea tooth with efficient shrimp platter. Two heavyweights of the high seas dipped in our signature batter and fried to golden perfection. Pair your platter with Wisconsin white cheddar cheese bites and ride a wave of melty goodness. Order ahead at longjohnsilver's.com. Fish yeah! Hey, welcome to the post-production podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Kiri. <laughs> and we are doing opposite date for some reason. But uh, wait, uh, let's do this again. <laughs> I finally broke. Are you ready? <laughs> yep. Deep breaths. And we are two media students who dabble in many of the production sides of production. We do, <laughs> we do acting, we do camera, we do directing, we do writing, the works, everything. And here we talk about shopping, we talk about chocolate, we talk about talk boys. boys. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, but not ones that are actually in our lives. Anyway, that's all a lie. The point is, we are a couple of freaking nerds. Uh, anyway, we are a podcast where we share our experiences in production. Rachel is a media production student. I'm an AV technician. And this is where we share our stories and goofy sidetracks and all of that. How about as we go through this, every time a stereotype comes up, we need to just call it out. Yeah, we need a signal though. We need to be like, squawk. And that's- Oh, excellent. That's the, uh, <laughs> that's the stereotype signal. The yes. stereotype squawk, as they call it in, um, the place. California. Yep. Yeah. Those Californians coming up with weird stuff. Squawk! Like that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if we were to describe each other's personal brands, how would you how would you describe my personal brand? Because for, for you, I would say your brand is like walking into a meeting five minutes late with a coffee, but everything is done and it's done like perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I have never heard something so accurate in my life. <laughs> I can boil you down into one sentence. You can. I would say that your brand is very... Man, I don't know how to describe you. I really enjoy your professional Instagram because it's this really nice blend of like, here are some aspects of my personal life. Like, look, I like to travel or look, I like to read. It's really, I traveled once. Yeah. <laughs> Can I post all the pictures very over the course of a very long time? Right. But then you also like to share the things you're doing and you share them in very, I would say consistency is part of your brand in a lot of ways. Cool. Beyond all the music and psychology, we share production classes. She's a <laughs> she's a media communication major. I'm a media production minor. So we've had we've only had one class together, and that was how we met. That it was class intro to AV production. Sucked. Honestly, I think we uh, learned a lot in that class because like we had no idea what we were walking into. True when that. We started that because we were very new to media production. We had never used cameras before. We I, didn't know night classes are heck, heck on earth. Uh, yeah, I had used a camera before, but I didn't. It was always on automatic. 
so I didn't Fair. bother with the buttons or anything. Production classes are fun because they're a lot more hands-on, and I think I learned better that way because sitting in a classroom for two and a half hours gets super boring. And that was actually the fun thing about that class is he would like send us out to go do stuff and then come back and then show him what we did within like an hour. Like I remember one assignment, he was like, get three shots, go to these three different locations and get one shot here, one shot here, one shot here, and then bring it back and show me your camera work. That was kind of fun. So that was when like one of our classmates tried to get a shot of you through the cathedral window and you stepped into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember that. That that, so that made an impression on me. <laughs> I was like, okay. So what <laughs> she's ridiculous. What happened? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> What happened is um, she got her Birkenstocks wet. Oh, no. <laughs> wow, you make me sound so basic, which is true. <laughs> the stained glass windows on the front of the cathedral look so beautiful from the outside. But on, on the, the inside, inside, there's a bathroom. There's bathrooms <laughs> that are backing up to those stained glass windows. But the, the bottom of the window is near is like pretty far up the ceiling. So she had to stand on the toilet in order to be seen. I had to climb... Up the toilet and use it like stairs to get <laughs> onto this ledge thing. And then once I... The windowsill? Yeah, the windowsill. <laughs> but it was like a long ledge because the window is set out from the cathedral. So I was sitting on this windowsill looking all artsy while Jonathan was outside the cathedral filming my silhouette against the stained glass. And it was beautiful. And then she fell. And then I was getting down and I'm notoriously uncoordinated. It gets worse every year. And sure enough, I knew, I knew the second I started getting off the windowsill that I was in trouble. And these toilets do not have lids. They do not have lids. <laughs> and so I stepped on the side of the toilet. What's it called? I stepped on the lid. No, what's it called? The seat? butt part. <laughs> <laughs> the seat, Rachel. I, I stepped on the seat of the toilet with one foot, and I tried to bring the other foot down, and one foot ended up in the water. <laughs> Thank Were you wearing socks? No, I was oh, wearing good. Birkenstocks. Okay. <laughs> you were wearing Birkenstocks. Yeah, I was wow. wearing either Birkenstocks or flip-flops. Wow. I don't think I wore closed-toed shoes for the first three months of school. We have discussed this next one before. First impressions of each other. Oh, yes. Well, would you like to start since yours is funny? Okay, well, I know you thought I was, like, fashionable. That is true. Or something. Because I was wearing a cool red plaid shirt, which I, I think the one you were talking about I gave to my sister recently. It was a great plaid shirt. And I think I, I was, like, giving a presentation for 404, and you thought... This is a take charge woman who doesn't give a crap what people thinks and she just wears the best plaid. Yeah, that's pretty much verbatim what I said in my brain. <laughs> I, you know, I'm okay with that. I, my impression of you started as, wow, she's really put together and that has not changed. So I'm glad you think so. When the world falls apart, we must stay put together. Precisely. That sounds like a Revenge of the Sith quote. I think that is a little too deep for Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Don't make me kill you. Yeah. Uh, what what uh, did you what do you think I, my first impression of you was? So I'm pretty sure your first impression of me was we were in our intro to video and audio class together and I think it was the first night and the professor roasted up. Oh yes. And Up is my favorite movie pretty much of all time. My graduation party from high school was up-themed. Really? Yeah. I should have gone. You should have. It got lit up 
in there. Wow. Um, yeah. Anyhow, so I'm pretty sure your first impression of me was, wow, she really cares about the movie Up because I gave a very impassioned oral defense of it. No, you didn't. You just said, fight me. <laughs> That's even better. That's all you said. <laughs> fight me. And I was like, man, she she really has it out for this guy. I mean, he did proceed to give me a B on my final, so... Um, also, look at the way my microphone is balanced. On the on the, on the bear's uh, paw? Yep. Does, does the bear have a name? Hang on, let me find Haley! What? Does the bear have a name? What bear? The bear I'm sitting on! Big Bill? Big Bill! Oh, shoot! I'm gonna... <laughs> he dig. He dig. <laughs> Big Bill is his name. Awesome. He Big Bill will be in the podcast. I'm not cutting any of that out. Oh, heck. <laughs> I do, in fact, have a, a BuzzFeed quiz for us if Excellent. you're interested. I am always interested. Is um, this what vine am I? No, you wish. It's if you can't remember 20 out of 26 of these iconic vines, get out me car. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. We're about to find out if we're getting out of the car. I'm get in my me- mom's car. Get out me car. Okay, what does she say in between? I'm going to go with Broom Broom. You think so, I would too? be correct. Yeah. Look at all those chickens. chickens. Why the hmm you lying? Why are you always lying? Mm, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you got it. <laughs> Officer, I've got one question for you. What, what are, are those? <laughs> Man, we're good. LeBron James. Yep. I smell like blank. Oh, no. What is this one? How do you not know this one? What's the voice? I smell like... Oh, no. I don't know. Beef. Okay. It, it is Wednesday, Wednesday my, my dudes. dudes. Hi. Welcome to Chili's. <laughs> Some of these options. <laughs> I know. We're going to go with what the heck, Richard? Yep. Honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was probably... Yep. I'm washing blank. Oh, no. My whole self. No! Is it my sins? Me and my clothes. Oh, I didn't get it either. There, there, this one. I don't know this one either. This one says, there, there, daddy's here, daddy's got you, blank. Not I'm going to go with psych. No. Oh, I was right. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that vine, though. Me neither. Blank and make her dance. Is it beans? Ha. Beans make her dance. Oh, I love this next one. That with legitness. <laughs> it's summer. I've got my hat on backwards and it's time to hecking party. Yep. Hi. Okay. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God, I, I love, love Chipotle. Chipotle is my life. <laughs> Welcome to Bad Vine Impressions with Carrie yes. and Rachel. Ah, uh, I can't believe you've, you've done, done this. Adam. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> If If your your name name is Junior and you're really handsome, come on, raise your hand. Yep. What What the the heck is up, Kyle? No, what what did you say, say, dude? dude? What the heck, dude? Step up, Kyle. Step up, Kyle. Wow. (sighs) Wow. Back Back at at it again again at the Krispy Kreme. I got 24 out of 26 right. I got 23 out of 26. Nice. You win. You win. Oh my gosh, they got me. <laughs> what did you get? I got social justice crusader. Everyone sees me as a champion of equal rights. 
Every post I write leaves my followers with the feeling of righteous indignation. I went to Japan <laughs> once, so now I own a squatty potty. And I should translate my brand awareness into rock-hard cash by selling one-for-one eco-friendly water bottles. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I got Geek Chic, <laughs> which, <laughs> again, that's actually, I've been described something along those lines. What can you say? You look good in glasses. Everyone thinks you read comic books and do improv. Your post on Xbox versus PlayStation garnered just like a thousand comments. To stay on brand, you go to Renaissance festivals and host game nights. Grow your personal brand by starting an unboxing YouTube channel with paid advertising. Whoa. You know, <laughs> unboxing is something I could do. But I'm not I'm not a gamer, though. They say geek and assume gamer. Squawk! Come on. Squawk! I think your squawk is better than mine. I have many squawks. There's like, squawk. There's a a little squawk. There's um squawk. There's many ways to vary them. Yeah. Squawk. Squawk. <laughs> squawk. 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 Anyhow. Oh, okay. Choose a musical vine Bring the beat in. Anything, Anything for, for you, you Beyonce. Beyonce. Country boy, I love you. A potato flew around my room before. Wait a minute, minute, Mr. Postman. That one's actually cute. I'm. I have to go with anything for you, Beyonce. Yeah. Choose an eye vine. Choose an eye. Jared, I'm 19 and I never learned how to read. Hi, Uh, my name is Trey. I have a basketball game tomorrow. I have the power of God and anime on my side. I love that one. Yeah. Choose a tastefully profane vine. Whoever threw that paper, yeet, and mother trucker dude, or I won't hesitate. The mother trucker dude vine is hilarious, but I have to go with whoever threw that paper. I'm going with I won't hesitate. <laughs> Choose an iconic vine. Hi, welcome to Chili's. Oh, oh my, my god, god they, they were, were roommates. roommates. That's what I'm going with. I'm going with hi, welcome to Chili's because it is just tastefully awkward. Pick one, one last, last iconic vine. vine. Chris, is this a weed? Road work ahead. Uh, yeah, I sure hope it does. No, oh, I could have dropped my croissant. Two, Two bros chilling in a hot tub, five feet apart because they're not gay. That's what I'm we're going both with going with. The hot tub. <laughs> and this is wrong. This is also wrong for me. <laughs> did it guess Taurus, Virgo, or Capricorn yep, for you? It sure did. I am an Aries. I am an Aquarius. Oh, we both have A signs. Because <laughs> I believe so much in astrology, clearly. I almost said astronomy. Television shows I can remember watching. We definitely watched the entire Arthur the Aardvark series. I have never heard of that. Yeah, you have. Okay, maybe I have, but the, I don't think I have. I'm pretty sure it's even on PBS Kids. I'm about to be so wrong. I don't even know if it's called Arthur the Aardvark. Yeah, see, we didn't have cable, so we didn't get Disney Channel or Nickelodeon or anything like that. But we got, like, PBS and ABC, NBC, CBS. Like, those were our four channels. Yeah, so it's called Arthur, the show is. Oh, Arthur. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know the full thing was Arthur the Aardvark. Well, he's an Aardvark. No, he's not. His nose is is not that long. He's literally Have you seen a real Aardvark? He is not literally (laughs) an Aardvark. I'm looking at a real Aardvark. I (laughs) didn't... That is the weirdest looking cartoon animal I've ever seen. Arthur is not an aardvark. I thought he was a teddy bear or something like that. Arthur... Because aardvarks have ridiculously long noses and they eat ants. 
Yeah, I will read this to you. Arthur Timothy Reed is the titular protagonist of both the book series and the PBS children's television series, Arthur. I wasn't allowed to watch Arthur because the kids were brats. And like, there are so many no, memes now. No, they were now. rats. Okay. Just kidding. And they- <laughs> That was hilarious. Oh, there are so many right memes. There are so many memes from Arthur now that I'm like, yeah, I, I can definitely see why my parents would not let seven-year-old me pick up that attitude. Right. So according to Wikipedia, Arthur is an anthropomorphic aardvark. In the first Arthur book, Arthur's Nose from 1976, he's shown with a long nose and resembles an actual aardvark. Although when the TV series was developed, a noticeable simplified version of Arthur took shape. On more than one occasion, Arthur's classmates tease him for his glasses and somewhat dorky attire. But can you imagine how much more he would be teased if he had like an elephant nose on yeah. top of the everything and see, else? Then you would get a weird kid version of Cyrano de Bergerac. Who? Wow. Classic literature. He has a super long nose and he tries to like get this girl to like him. Something like that. So how is Jeremy Renner's life lately? Do you keep up with him at all? Outside of his acting work, I don't keep up with his personal life much other than waiting with bated breath for his next album to drop. Is that a thing that is definitely happening or are you just... (laughs) I don't think so. Okay. Well, I thought I saw recently like he released a, a music video or something. Yeah, he does. It was like a couple months ago. I mean, we did talk about in our Jeremy Renner episode how he does, in fact, have music that he makes on Spotify. It is really something. And I described it much better in our Jeremy Renner episode, but I think I described it as like gritty, like rock country dubstep or something. None of those things sound like they fit together. They don't. And that's why his music is uncomfortable, which is unfortunate because he's such a great individual other than that. Let's see. (gasps) That's Uh, the sound of Rachel looking up Jeremy Renner. He dropped an album on September 25th. There you go. Your (laughs) dreams do come true. This man. All right, let's read the track titles out loud. Okay. The album is called Live For Now. Oh, Live For Now. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I'm such a production nerd that I'm like, yep, this mic's live. L-I-V-E, live. Live For Now. The tracks are Live For Now, Love Is A War, She's A Fire. Bar. Just My Type, Sippy Cup, The One, and Stereo Love. You know what's weird, too, is his last album he released in March of 2020. So he just has been banging out music in quarantine. He really did release an album. I'm happy for you, Rachel. Did you think I was lying? No. That's clickbait-worthy if you did it these days, just, like, all caps. We made a gross cake for my brother. We baked Cheetos and ranch into a cake and fed it to Blah Blah's older brother. Parentheses. Not fake. Yeah. Exclamation point, exclamation point. Brackets. Not clickbait. And brackets. But it totally is clickbait. But it's totally clickbait. Because he doesn't actually eat it. Yeah, exactly. Because all you have to say is... We baked a cake for such and such as older brother. Or just, we baked a Cheeto vinegar ranch cake. <laughs> Nasty. Topped it with It was orange and chunky and smelled like vomit. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds gross. Dude, I found our channel. Oh no. I want to <laughs> watch. I want to see a video. Oh gosh. I, I'm telling you, I haven't seen these videos in four years. So. I am ready. Chopped challenge? Summer bucket list. That's what we call it. In brackets. 
All right, buckle up. I'm so embarrassed. My mind is ready. I'm not. This is vertical? <laughs> Come in my kitchen, baby. I like that. Oh, no. This is incredible. Oh. <laughs> I think the most notable thing is that this is an entirely vertical video. Uh-huh. What is that? I don't know. That's the finished product that he didn't eat. <laughs> and the transitions are... Oh, that was it? <laughs> yep. The transitions are very... Uh, Artistic? Dizzying. Something more recent, a project that never quite came to fruition, was this... Um, I had this genius idea freshman year of college. I was, like, working on being a better composer and a better lyricist. So I was like, as a songwriting exercise... I should write a song for every state I've lived in. Oh, I would listen to the heck out of that. Yeah, like not the state itself, but like a story from when I lived there or like a place I love in that state or something that happened at that place, stuff like that. I don't know. It was kind of like a, almost like a mood board idea. Song mood board. Yeah, but like with songs in geographic locations. An audible um, mood board. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so I was going to do that. And then I simply did not. What, what's the most boring state you've lived in? I don't know. There were some boring ones. Nebraska is pretty boring. So I've heard. I forget people actually live there. The people in Nebraska are some of the kindest people on the planet. If you can find them. But like Nebraska itself is a very boring place. <laughs> <laughs> that, that should just be the entire lyrics of the song. Just write a boring song about boring Nebraska. Hang on. Hang on. One of those songs where you just repeat the same line over and over again. <laughs> Is that a ukulele? All right, I'm back. I have my ukulele. Aha. And we're going to write a song for Nebraska. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I'm, I have no songwriting experience. You're going to hear it here first, listener. A live songwriting session by ukulele. I've been tuning it by ear for like three months. And it's definitely like the whole thing is sharp. Don't cut yourself on it. Uh -huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's actually perfectly in tune. Ah, oh my gosh, excellent. I'm a genius. All right. Nebraska is a boring place, a boring place, a boring place. Nebraska is a But the people in Nebraska are very nice. They're very nice. The people in Nebraska are very nice, but very hard to find. And repeat. Nebraska is a boring place, a boring place, a boring place. Nebraska is a boring place to live and to drive through. Nebraska are very nice, very nice. The people in Nebraska are very nice when you can find them. Amazing. Honestly. Thank you. Thank you. That was Nebraska by Rachel Ball. Copyright 2020. Wow. You know, that, you are now one step closer to finishing that project. I am. <laughs> Three I'd out of so. like 10 or 11 songs down. <laughs> you should you should do two songs about Colorado. Since I lived there twice? Yeah. Yeah. One about the mountains and one about the drugs. I, I was going to say I'll do one about weed and one about Colorado. 
With that said, though, when I was in Memphis, people everywhere kept asking me where I was from. And I was like, because I don't think I have an accent. I don't think you do either. And I was from Colorado at the time. Like, I Oh, have a there it was. Colorado. Le- Colorado. Yeah. No one says that. Everyone says that. Not where I'm from. What do you guys say? Colorado. Absolutely not. Colorado. Nope. Nevada. You mean Nevada? Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> Nevada. Colorado. Um, geez. Is there is there another one people uh, Texas? It's not Texas. It's Texas. That is my least favorite way. That is It is not It's awful. There's no Z on the end of it. It's not Texas. It's Texas. It's Texas. Absolutely not. Texas. Well, see, this explains a few things because when I was in Memphis, everywhere I went, people asked me where I was from. The people at the concerts we were at and the people in downtown Memphis where we went for lunch, they were always like, so where are you from? Like, you do not sound like you're from around here. And I was always like, oh, I'm from Colorado. And they were like, you're from where? Colorado. Where? Like (laughs) Colorado. Let me speak your language. (laughs) Apparently, I don't speak English, which honestly, Colorado. I would not be surprised at this point in finals week. I do not feel literate. Pajamas? Absolutely not, ma'am. It is pajamas. Nevada, Colorado, pajamas. Pajamas. Oh my goodness. Guys, this is the final episode of Post Production (laughs) Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for the last year. It is not liar. Did you say liar? Lawyer. Oh. L A W Y E R. Lawyer. No. Is. Is that how you say that word? Yes. Lawyer. Lawyer. It's a lawyer. Better than that, it's an attorney. Well, yeah, attorney, but also. it's spelled lawyer. lawyer. I do. Oh my goodness. It's lawyer. That's how you pronounce it. Lawyer. No. Lawyer. <laughs> like 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 loiter, but with a Y. Why though? Lawyer. I, That's I how it's know. pronounced. An attorney at law. In like early high school, I, I started to do some like basic like outlining and character profiles and everything on a book about kids who have like superpowers or something. I don't think they all had superpowers. It, it was a little unclear, but I found my notebook with all of my notes in it from this story. <laughs> oh my, I'm ready. The first few pages are cut out of this notebook. <laughs> so that tells you Oof. there was something embarrassing in here. So I have character profiles. I'm going to read them for you. So here, we'll start with the main character, I think. Alexandra Ford. Age 18, hair is platinum blonde. She's 5'3". Clearly, this is based on me if I had platinum blonde hair. Clearly. Other distinctive features, a small tattoo of a lightning bolt on the left side of her right index finger. (laughs) (laughs) This is so oddly specific. I love it. Yes. (laughs) Special skills. The ability to control any electric form of technology on contact. The ability grows to control without contact. The ability grows to control electricity without touching something electric i guess is what that means as well as any type of electricity wow okay i'm confused but okay so like if there's a a a light bulb just lying around she can pick it up and turn it on as the book progresses she can just like shoot lightning out of her hands like darth sidious or whatever opinion on human life wow life is a valuable thing she does not believe in cold-blooded murder she (laughs) this is so fascinating i I don't believe in cold-blooded murder 
Uh, she never intends to use her abilities to hurt people. People should not be used as guinea pigs. When it comes to justice, self-control is absolutely necessary. What? Huh? Revenge is not the way to go. Oh, boy. Jack Shepard. Jack Shepard. Age 18. Special skills. Burglary. <laughs> Pickpocketing. Slide of hand, etc. Etc. Oh, man. I think this is like a, supposed to be like a gang or something. Adam Hughes. These all sound like Tom Clancy characters. <laughs> Distinctive features. Headphones around his neck. Special skills. Hacking. Let's see what else. Ah, yes. Archibald Montgomery. Oh my goodness! Also known as Archie. Not Baldy. Special skills, everything. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it says. Leah Stone. Oh boy. Special skills, fire wielding. Martial Ooh. arts, breaking and entering. <laughs> Burglary, etc. Harold Oswald. Age 50. 50. Dis- distinctive features, he has dissociative identity disorder. Split personalities. The psych major has entered. Uh, He's a geneticist. Good Harold. Oh boy. uh, Holds a Nobel Prize for making a new ethical treatment for cancer. Oh. (laughs) That's very vague. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Bad Harold found a way to alter a human's DNA strand and wants to make better humans. Oh. Eugenics? Yeah. (laughs) You should name Bad Harold Eugene. Eugenics with uh, genetic engineering. And now that I know more about genetics and science and stuff, this is incredibly vague. No kidding. Okay, Kiri, though, tell me about your your perception of TikTok. As someone who is not on TikTok, what is your TikTok-free existence like? Well, Rachel, I have news for you. Did- I got a TikTok. <laughs> I just I not only did I make a TikTok account, I made a TikTok. I I've only been using it for Star Wars edits. It has zero views, but I'm going to share it with you and you're going to change that. So, well, let's see. Yeah. how do I do this? Wait, what no, just what's your username? I'll find you. Okay, so my username is at Epic Office Rage Quits, and careful listeners of this podcast may remember what that's from. <laughs> that's kind of an iconic username. Mostly Star Wars edits. Okay. I just gave Curie's TikTok a, wait, yep, a follow. Um, oh yeah, anyone listening to this, follow Curie's TikTok at Epic Office Rage Quits and follow my TikTok at Coffeehouse Roach. But there's always house hunters if you want to make fun of rich people for now or so. True. What, what was it? Ari and Fantasia, <laughs> the freelance photographer and the bodybuilder. And they're four kids. Yeah, you're like Helvetica. So how how do you afford Charmin. this house? And did you just say Helvetica? We need to name <laughs> Ari and Fantasia's kids: Helvetica, Charmin, Lacroix, Girardelli, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Lacroix. <laughs> All right, so we've got Ari and Fantasia, and they're four kids, happily married. With no identifiable source of income to fund their multi-million dollar house. But they do have four beautiful children. Helvetica, Helvetica Charmin, LaCroix, and uh, what did you say? Girardelli. It's beautiful. We're going to write a, t- a TV show, a reality show. The circle of life in Southern California is just so inspiring. Anyway, their budget is $7 million. And uh, there are three houses, but they really want a pool. 
they have there's this one amazing house that's just great. It has everything they need except for a pool. Those other houses, there is this one house that doesn't have everything they need, but it does have a pool. Like it only has five bedrooms, you know, huh? but they're going to go with it anyway, just because it has a pool. It has five bedrooms. It has one bathroom and there's a sinkhole developing in the basement, but it has a pool for their kids to fall into and drown when they're not looking. So they're sold. Well, never fear. The property brothers are here. They <laughs> are going to use their divine influence to bring the ground back up from the sinkhole and make the house of this family's dreams. Yeah, anyway, that's every HGTV show. It really is. One of the weirdest concerts I've ever been to, um, and you'll appreciate this as a fellow lover of EDM, Kiri, was a Zed concert. Really? Yeah, so when I lived in D.C., I saw that he was going on tour and that his tour was stopping in downtown DC at a venue that was like right by this metro station that I used a lot. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I love Zed's music. And so I pulled together like three of my friends and none of us had ever been to an EDM concert before. So we had no clue what to expect and we should have done our research. So first of all, the tickets were crazy cheap which should have been my first clue. <laughs> they were like under $40 oh, for wow. Zed, who is like a really big name. The concert said like on the thing, it was like the concert starts at eight. So we showed up at like 745 because we were like, we got to get a good spot. And again, we should have done our research because what we didn't know about EDM concerts is that they have two openers usually before the main act and each opener does a super long set. So we got there and like this guy went first as the opener. We had no idea who he was. And he played this like super weird, heavy dubstep set for an hour. Wow. And we were like, this is very strange. Especially because when we got there and like stood through this super long set, there was like no one in the concert venue. There were probably like 35 people. We were like, this is kind of weird. And then the second hour started. So now it's nine o'clock. And another opener comes on and this guy is like a little more well-known and he plays like a pretty short set, like a 30 minute set. And then this EDM duo called Grey comes on and Grey is like, I don't know, apparently Zed is like one of their mentors. So they played a really long set. And at this point it's like 10, 15. <sighs> and we were like, oh my gosh, like is, does Zed even exist? Then Gray like starts hyping everyone up. They're like, are you guys ready to see Zed? And we're all like, yes, please. It's starting to really fill up and like get more packed. At this point, all of us are like 17 years old. So we had all like gotten stickers obviously on our hand that like said we weren't drinking age and all that. Mm -hmm. But we all forgot that weed is legal in DC. <laughs> and so people are like literally <laughs> smoking like their lives are about to end. <laughs> and the four of us like little high school seniors were standing there with like our eyes as wide as plates and we're like oh my gosh we are good christian children what do we do <laughs> and then so zed finally comes out at like 10 30 it's been two and a half hours of us standing and the concert hall has gone from being like super not a lot of people lots of room to like suddenly we're like squished in like sardines with all of these super high downtown dc people i wouldn't call it a rave because zed isn't quite that hardcore but it was pretty close zed then proceeds to play like a 
two and a half hour long set. And it was really good. And he like brought out Gray to do a few songs with him. So he was freaking killing it. But after a while, it got to like 1230. And we were like, we are going to die if we stay here any longer. Like, oh my gosh. Because people were extremely intoxicated. um, And we were very squished. And we were all kind of afraid that our eardrums were about to burst. So we were like, well, guys, it's been great, but we're going to leave early so we can beat everyone to the metro. And also, we're tired and puny and we have church in the morning. <laughs> and so we all ended up getting home at like 2, 2.30 in the morning. And the worst part of this whole weird concert saga is that I got locked out of my house. Oh, no. And I can't tell you how I got locked out of my house because I owned a house key. It just didn't work, apparently. What? So I had to wake up my poor mother at 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> smelling like weed, (laughs) still shouting because my eardrums were gone. So that is my super weird concert story. Stay tuned for more updates on whether Kiri kicks my butt or I kick hers in Just Dance on my porch. Let us know what your predictions are. Yes. I predict Rachel will win. Oh yeah. That would be my prediction too, but like you could... You could be a sleeper cell, just like waiting to murder me on Stevie Wonder's whatever we have on Just Dance. (laughs) (laughs) If I focus really hard, I have good rhythm. If there's other things to focus on, like moving my arms and legs, then that gets problematic. Yeah, you could be in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. That's generally how dance works. Yeah, just, just move your arms and legs around to rhythm and then you're good. If you want more content from us, be sure to give us a follow on Spotify and be sure to update your Spotify app so you can get notifications for whenever we upload to Spotify. Also, our Apple Podcast listeners, be sure to hit that follow or subscribe or whatever it is button to get the idea and leave us a rating and a comment. Uh, Let us know what you think. Join the post-prod posse. Yeah. And uh, also... You know, you could just tag us on Instagram, share this episode, let us know what words you pronounce differently from us, or like whose side you take in some of these (laughs) debates. So my Instagram username used to be rachel.hannah, spelled all the way out, but it was really long. But that's too boring. Yeah, Yeah, it's boring and it's long, so I wanted to be all Tumblr. So I took letters out of Hannah and just made it HNH. And so now it's Rachel HNH. But then someone told me at the beginning of the year, they were like, yeah, Rachel, every time you post a story and I see your Instagram username, I read it in my head as Rachel. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) so in that moment, every time I read it, that's what I hear. Rachel. (laughs) Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So tag us at Kiri underscore Jones and Rachel. (laughs) Without further ado, this has been the post-production podcast. Goodbye. Deep in the heart of Texas. 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 Goodbye now. Take advantage of Johnson & Johnson's winter wellness event and get rewarded. It pays to be prepared for the season. Get sweet deals from Johnson & Johnson's Winter Wellness Event now through December 3rd. If you purchase $15 or $25 of participating products at BJ's, you can get a $5 or $10 reward. Plus, you can even enter to win a Visa Rewards card. Purchase at BJ's, upload your receipt, and choose your reward. It pays to be prepared at BJ's.